Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monticelli, the host of this podcast, Let's Talk Soul. Over the years, after having interviewed so many people on so many different topics, I realized that what interested my audience wasn't really the individual topics per se, but was how it impacted them, how it touched their soul. So I'll invite you all to lay back, put your feet up, and if you like what you hear, leave a review, five-star review. I'd appreciate that. So just enjoy your listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monicelli, your host for this podcast, Let's Talk Soul. Now, I, you know you've heard my episodes. There are so many different people who come on the show as guests and from all walks of life. Well, today we have another such speaker, J.H. Tepley. Jay, say hello to our audience. Hello there. Really excited for today. <laughs> Jay is, uh, she's an author, an entrepreneur, an international speaker, and spiritual mentor. Now, that's where I'm going to hone in on first. Um, she describes herself as a lifelong geek and a dedicated researcher. She offers world-class personal evolution training for A players in marketing, coaching, and community building to help them fly high and achieve beyond what other people think possible. What do you mean, um, Jay, by A players in marketing? So uh, same work, A players in community building and other disciplines, these are the people who have achieved a certain level of success where they have enough uh, money, influence, uh, impact. And so they are comfortable on the physical, on the mundane level. But what's interesting is, okay. is when uh, certain people like certain souls, older souls, when they reach that level, they suddenly realize that it's not what they really wanted in terms of they actually, they thought it would give them freedom, but really they feel trapped. They feel like they're plateauing. They feel like they're stuck. And many people actually Uh get very, even depressed, get in a dark place because of that. And so Mm -hmm. what I've discovered is that People, especially older souls, especially high achievers, because older souls tend to... Well, well, now you said it twice, Jay. Yes. You said it twice. Older souls. What are we talking? What age are we talking about? And be careful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is a rough definition of older souls as uh, those beings that had quite a few incarnations rather than uh, new... Okay. A fresh, uh, just learning ones because we are not just a physical body. We are a soul that has a physical body. And so we change them as right. we go through mm-hmm. our evolution. And uh, of course, the more lessons we have. Hold on. Okay. So now we're in the realm of spiritual uh, spirituality, soul lives, past excuse me, past lives. Now, I want to step back a moment and continue introducing you uh, because over the last 20 years, her new era superhero program showed mainly men 
across the globe. The path to increased revenue, success, impact, and personal fulfillment through helping them connect with their soul purpose. And she does a lot of charity work, uh, uh, supporting mental health. And what I, and she was also uh, featured in The Guardian, The Jerry Vine Show, and BBC One. Now, first question, we'll come back to past lives and souls. Why men? Because uh, the way my system is structured is a uniquely designed to empower men. And B, I believe that there is not enough being done in our society right now to help men, especially young men who are trying to find their footing, to trying to find themselves, their meaning, what they're here for. And so this is what I want to do to help them. Mm-hmm. Does it ever happen that women come to you? Uh, it did happen a couple of times, but this is not the right system for them. And so I always say, because I respect people's differences, and I think we all should right. strive to find not just a one-size-fits-all, but something that is uniquely right for you. It's like with food, you know? Some food can be really good, but if it disagrees with your body, your stomach, then you should avoid it. Right. And you should find for something, uh, you should find something that would really be uh, mm -hmm. nourishing and nutritious specifically for you and support your body type, your needs. Okay. Same with the mind. Okay, so let's go back and mention what is it in your program that is just not fit for women? Give of me course. an example. So, obviously, as you know, there are two forces in the universe, uh, magnetic, uh, the magnetic and the electric, which in our mundane reality are translated into the feminine and the masculine. And so the main difference between the feminine and the masculine principle is not even sexuality, but life dynamic. And so there is a very different way that the feminine and the masculine approaches their purpose and goes through life. And in my program, I focus on empowering men on their journey. So it's a much more structured approach. And we do with some very scary things in terms of inner demons and facing our shadows in a way that is uh, more comfortable for the male mod to deal with. Although some of my students said that it was pretty brutal, even though they enjoyed it, they said it was the best training ever. <laughs> but I do realize it's a little bit like the special forces training for the mind, what I do. Okay. Okay. Um as I was listening to, I was thinking of archetypal work. Is there, you know, like the hero, uh, those things that are more geared toward men, the archetype of a man, the hero, the warrior. And it sounds like you're catering to that, to that image, to that universal vision. Um, now, we uh, just briefly uh, touched on the surface of past lives when you started talking about the young soul, right? A young person. Um, I have to agree with you um, about the difference between the young and the old. Okay. 
But just as a um, as a sideline, I have found the oldest souls that have come to me as clients just in the past six months. Prior to that, they were much younger, much, much, much younger. I'm talking uh, 42,000 lives now and as opposed to the 20 lives, 65 lives, 10, 16, 6 lives. Um, what is your experience with past lives and past life, I don't know, regression linked to the soul's purpose? Right. So my personal experience, my background is uh, very heavily rooted in my past life experiences. And this is why, why people even ask me like, oh, but where are you from? Or where did you go to school? I rarely talk about it up front because I think it's pretty irrelevant because my personality is mostly grounded in the past life experiences. And so I am basically as a person the sum total of many lives and many incarnations. And things that I resonate with the most are my lives in the Far East, for example, in Japan, in China. Just a, just a moment, Jay. Um, do you know your soul's group of origin? Did you have anyone ever tell you that? where it originated and what soul group. I didn't actually look into that. That's something that. you should. Ah, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell um, us. I didn't look into that. Uh, different people had different ideas as to where I may be coming from, mm -hmm. depending on the person. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I mostly uh -huh. focus on the lessons that I derive from the experiences that I go through. And I had quite a few. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. OK. All right. So you've gone through all of those past lives and those experiences have brought you to work with men. Yes. Um, have you incarnated as men in your past? Almost lives? all of them. Almost all of them. OK. Um, there's a difficult. Um, how can I how can I put it? Well, let, let me go to your book to help me out. You published a book. You call it your flagship book. So that means yes, you have other books. About nine, right? if I'm not mistaken. Okay. okay. And uh, the Light Watch Chronicles, yes. when was that published? Uh, about six years ago. Okay. And why do you call it your flagship? Because book? I found that that's a really easy and accessible entry point to all these realms for someone who has not been awakened yet, for someone who hasn't really tapped into this kind of uh, level of reality. Uh -huh. And so this book is a story. But in the story, as the reader mm -hmm. goes through the adventure with the characters, um, he gets to understand himself on a deeper level, understand uh, things about yeah. purpose, about energy, about auras, about all these different levels of existence that we, we live in. And uh, because it's a story, it's a much easier way for the mind to explore and expand 
uh, on those concepts. And some people actually say that it's similar to the alchemist by Paulo Coelho in that regard, because you don't just read some fantasy book, you actually read and learn at the same time, and it gives you things to think about and to explore yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, you know, in real time here, I have your book in the, on the Amazon um, site, and I'm looking through it. I'm, you know, they give you a peek inside. And so I'm scrolling down, scrolling down. Everyone's giving you a speaker. You know, everybody's writing about your book, and I haven't got down. To, okay, about the author, and it talks about you. Um, then, let's see. Um, it shows me the website, uh, the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all of your social media. Um, the publisher is i don't have that here area verbum the publisher sorry area verbum um this version of this book is self-published okay um now i'm looking at uh all right that then you have other books here this light watch chronicles are three books this is one two and three uh the book one is the guardians the four the the second book is the journey and the third is the awakening so what um it says upcoming yes. but it, i'm looking at it i could actually um order it if i wanted to yeah i published the um, uh, book two recently as well so people can enjoy the oh, okay because that that didn't come up yet that didn't come up yet um, I have Philemon Publishing here. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is on um, in the shops. You can purchase it. Now, the, it would be interesting um, to, to know a little bit more. It says here, a time will come when people will forget. Many will lose the memory of all that made them strong, their light within, integrity, loyalty, and honor, okay? Uh, now, this is, it, it reads as if it were fiction. Yes. Okay? Um, sort of science fiction, is it? Or is this nonfiction? Well, technically, it is fiction. It's an epic a space saga, if we're talking about the genre. Mm -hmm. But as I said, in this book, um, you will find a lot of things about our world, about how our minds, our souls, uh -huh. and our spirits work and interact. And it starts mm -hmm. in Tokyo, where I used to live. I absolutely love Tokyo. Uh -huh. So I described it in a lot of mm -hmm. detail. And people actually say they feel transported as they read. So it's a very immersive experience. Mm -hmm. Mm. And um, there's a, a, a paragraph here that says there's a secret message. Yes in this book, an answer to important questions you may have, uh, you may have been blindly seeking until now. And is, I imagine this has to do with your soul's exactly. purpose. Can, uh, do you feel uh, ready to address that question about your soul's purpose? Because um, that's a big question that I get all the time. What is my soul's people? People want me to tell them what their soul's Likewise. purpose is. 
Can you talk about Likewise. <laughs> yes, I do get uh, <laughs> students who ask me the same question, what is my sole purpose? And I've discovered uh, the thing that is actually explained and described in the Lightwatch book that it doesn't really help if you tell them because they have to discover it for themselves. Oh, no, no, I know. Yes, they have, <laughs> yeah. to, um, they have to find that secret key, that secret message within their own heart. And so in my work, I bring them to the point where they can see it for themselves. How long does it take? It usually? depends, but usually about a year. A year. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what I find as well. But it's a long, it, it seems like it is a year chronically, but it seems like forever to them because there's so many experiences they yes. go through. Um, you know, they're slaying dragons yes. after dragons yes, very after much dragons. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, out of all of the things that you do, you have done, what do you like to do the most? I actually like to run trainings in person. This is what I enjoy the most because... Uh, what do you mean by that? Run trainings. 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 Uh, yeah, both ah, trainings. Okay. Because, um, so the way I work with people consists of two parts. And first we begin on Zoom because pretty much everyone I work with right now anyway, uh, abroad all around the world. So it would not be even possible yeah. to meet them in person not easily. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the first part of our mm -hmm. journey together is um, about learning mm -hmm. things, learning to see the world with the new eyes, learning about yourself, about how your mind works, about how your soul wants and what your mm -hmm. soul wants and needs. And so what I often uh, explain it to people as is imagine learning to drive. And so you have two, um, two parts to it. Obviously, you have the theoretical part where you have to uh -huh. learn you know, about cars yeah. and driving in general and the rules. And then after that, you go with an instructor and actually get your hands on the wheel and explore what driving actually feels like. And so yeah, my training course. is very much like that. So we start from the theoretical part where, as I said, the students discovers yeah. more about energy and souls and how it all works and how to really see himself yeah. through the new eyes from a new perspective as a more empowered, not okay. just human, but a divine being. And so after that, after yeah. they had a fair understanding of how things work, we now uh, go together somewhere to a very special magical place. And the places I usually go to are places like Japan, Iceland, Costa Rica, actually Italy as well some very magical places around the world and the way i choose them is depends on that person's unique energy and unique goal they want to achieve so because places change us i find places that are really conducive that are really supportive for that person's energy to evolve mm -hmm. as much as possible and this is how we can have an amazing incredible breakthrough in just two weeks because that's um, 
around how long it takes. So we go for about two weeks sure. to somewhere magical, train together. It's, it's a bit like a Shaolin training with a master and a student and a great yeah. adventure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, there's, I'm going to be I'm sliding you right into uh, another topic, which is the same sure. topic. But you do mention in your notes to me um, that, all right, let's talk about aligning your soul, aligning with your soul's purpose through stories. Okay. And give me an example, make, you know, give me, you know, Describe to me how it was for one of your clients. All right. So what it was is uh, one of my students came across the Lightwatch, actually, and he bought it. He found it incredibly insightful. And one of my students actually said that it was almost, almost uncanny, almost eerie, because one of the characters mirrored the events in his own life and he said it came to the point where uh -huh. uh, he was thinking about something or he had some problem to solve or some question some decision to make and then just after that yeah. a few pages later he saw the character doing the exact same thing <laughs> ah interesting so uh, how could without your book let's say we don't have your book you have a client and they have not seen your book. How can they align through their own stories? Or, you know, I'm missing something. I'm missing the, the link here between the stories and the soul okay. purpose. So our story or self-story is incredibly important for us to be able to live our soul purpose because one of the main reasons, not the entire reason, but one of the main reasons why most people never align with their sole purpose, actually, even though they try, is because they have the wrong mm -hmm. story in their head. And that wrong story is like the wrong operation system that hinders them in their efforts. And so each of us, as we go through life, has a story, a vision of ourselves. We have an idea of what we are like, what we do, what kind of strengths and weaknesses we have, who we are as a person in general. And so that story actually runs our life. Because in, in the simplest terms, if someone says to himself or herself, oh, you know what, I'm no good at X, Y, Z, then, of course, for as long as they believe that, that becomes their truth. And likewise, some people believe that they have no luck with something. So, you know, some people can say, oh, I have no luck when it comes to yeah. partners or money or friends or anything yeah. else. And so, of course, for as long as that uh -huh. story exists in their mind and nobody helps them to change it, their life will reflect that story because uh -huh. our mind creates our reality. So if we believe something strongly, yeah. it comes to be. And so, of course, people come to me with all sorts of stories. And one of my students actually said that his original story was a pretty sad one because he was convinced a super good looking guy, incredibly good looking and intelligent guy. Yeah. He was convinced that he was unattractive, that no girl would ever like him, ever. And he was destined for the life of solitude because 
this is what his story was in his head. And I help him to understand yeah. that it was purely in his head and that he could rewrite yeah. that story at any time. But there are obviously certain, I would say certain rules or certain uh, directions to keep in mind yeah. while designing your new story. And this is part of what I help yeah. those people yeah. to do. I see. I see. Okay. Um, I, you know, I, I, I hate even to ask more, Go ahead. but I do want to know, uh, give me an idea of a man or a woman, a man who has a mistaken story, but then they come into their true story. I mean, a real life example, for example, this man, but apart from you just gave us an idea of a man who thought he was terribly ugly or unpleasant, but give us another example so the people, our audience can sort of step into those shoes and, and maybe experience the same things that, you know, that you, they're listening oh, to. Oh, absolutely. So another one of my students had an idea that he strongly believed in, that he was not able to break a financial ceiling in his life in terms of he came uh -huh. from a background that wasn't particularly wealthy, actually quite a modest um, background, yeah. uh, lived in a small place in the UK. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, people um, in, in his area all had a fairly low income and this that's all he had ever seen. And so he assumed in his mind that mm -hmm. him being like those people would of course mean that that's uh, that's how his life is going to unfold but of course he wasn't happy about it because yeah. well if you don't have the freedom to uh, to travel to build your business then of course you can't really reach all the people that you want to reach you can't have the impact that you want to have so in our world right i mean in in our tribe Money is not the thing to right. aim for for the money's sake, but it's something that allows you to serve the world greater. It allows you to reach okay. and help. People. So if I could interrupt you just for a moment from this story in the last story, it sounds to me what emerges is whatever your story is and it, the beginning story and the ending story, the common element that aligns with a soul's purpose is how you extend what it is you do to others to help others. Of is course. this correct? Of course, of course. Okay. okay. We are all interconnected. So, so we are here to share uh -huh. our gift and our light with others and guide them and support them. So uh -huh. the stronger you are yourself, uh -huh. the more you're aligned with your soul purpose, the more you are grounded in your truth, the more you can elevate others and inspire them to do the same. So just to finish that story, so that guy growing up uh, in a very humble right. neighborhood, sure. he, um, he was a talented mm -hmm. entrepreneur, but every time that he would come to the point where he could really make it, he sabotaged himself because his mm -hmm. story was, I can never achieve this level or anything beyond that. And so once I help him yeah. understand his story and I help him rewrite it, he actually uh, has become a millionaire since and um, is mm -hmm. uh, happily living his new life. Interesting. 
Good. Now that's a success story if I've ever heard one. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Jay, for sharing this. It's an uncommon take on on uh, the work that people do usually in coaching because I've had uh, out of, I have to admit that of all of the people who come on and talk to me about coaching and being a life coach, a soul coach, coach any way you want to look at it, whether it's for business or, or confidence, it's 80% towards women. And when it's geared toward men, it's geared toward improving their economic right. value, not spiritual mm. value. Or if it is, and it does include uh, in spiritual development, so my, you know, the percentage is very low. I appreciate that. Well, well, I'll be looking for the new book. Thank you. Then. Thank you. But yes, what yes. you said is very true. And this is exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing, mm -hmm. because there is a big need and a big lack of this kind of help, I feel. And so I wanted to step in and share what I know and my tools and my techniques with those who need them. Good for you. Good. Good. I hope to have you back. Bye-bye, Jay. Bye. Thank you for having me on the show.